Welcome to Islamic Life Coach School Podcast. Apply tools that you learn in this podcast and your life will be unrecognizably successful. Now your host, Dr. Kamal Akhtar. Hello, hello, hello everyone. Peace and blessings be upon all of you. Today, we're going to be talking about a concept of activated thoughts. It's about sentences in your mind that are creating results in your life with or without your awareness of them. Meaning, an activated thought is a product of your nervous system, language, that makes you feel a certain way, that makes you act a certain way, that creates a certain result. While you're able to see results in front of you as tangible and undeniable, you might not always be able to see the thoughts that are creating these results. Regardless of if you can see these thoughts or not, if you're aware of them or not, they are defined as activated thoughts because they're actively creating outcomes in your life. This is an absolutely life-changing concept. So pay attention. When it comes to coaching through this podcast, it's all about making small ideas and implementing them over time, creating gradual but exponential change. One thing that I commonly see that gets in the way of this change is that people are unable to access the thoughts that have the potential to bringing the most healing change. Most of our mind works on the subconscious level. And for us to access it here, we need to have a sense of safety. And this safety has to be perceived by our conscious mind before it can verbalize the subconscious thoughts and present them to us. Every single human being has a self-healing force. This is their innate primordial self. This is the soul. The soul was created pure and directly from Allah and placed within every human being. This soul witnessed Allah as the Rabb. This soul corresponds to a certain neural circuitry of your nervous system that I call the higher brain, which is the evolved version of a human being. And this is always present. But the animal brain, the nafs, takes over by default. And most of the time, that's what's predominant. Our connection to the forces of the soul and the nafs is through our thoughts, the metaphysical. Thoughts are unmeasurable. This is the entity that's the language of our brain. The self-healing intelligence of the soul also presents itself as thoughts. Sentences from the source of the soul are both conscious and subconscious, just like the nafs, the default, primal brain. Both of these minds run our life on a conscious and a subconscious manner. Like I was saying earlier, to connect to the self-healing intelligence, we have to have perceived sense of safety, meaning we don't judge ourselves for what we find in our subconscious mind. When you inadvertently repress thoughts and sentences in your subconscious that are too painful to discover, psychologists call this a repression barrier. This is because you hold a judgment for yourself for having these thoughts in the first place. It is such an interesting design because these suppressed subconscious thoughts show up as body aches and pains, many psychosomatic disorders that the licensed medical community sometimes disregards. Sometimes it's chronic pain adrenal fatigue, fibromyalgia. I can't say that physicians have tests that they can run on you to diagnose any of these problems if you are a patient. There's a criteria that each patient has to meet to be able to qualify for any of these diagnoses. And again, that's because it's harder for Western medicine to make a diagnosis without a test. If you can't test it, it's hard to make it real. These types of diagnoses fall into the category of diagnosis of exclusion, And they are not necessarily less real to physicians, 
I'm just talking about this category, which is the body-based illnesses like fibromyalgia, chronic pain syndrome. These are psychosomatic, and it's very related to bodily expression of repressed subconscious painful thought, and this is the natural method of repressing pain. When the mind does that, the body comes up with physical pain, tenderness, and fatigue as a very common symptom. If you had told me six years ago that repressed pain was showing up as tender points in your body, I would have laughed at your face. But it is absolutely true that since the body is your subconscious mind, it carries a memory of it. Anyways, I digress. (laughs) This was a long tangent. So while it was awakening for me, I want to invite you to consider finding out what your activated thoughts are. Because activated thoughts are what show up as outcomes in your life. They create results in your life and are not necessarily thoughts that are in your awareness. Meaning you can be self-sabotaging because of incompetence and the thought in the subconscious that is creating this low confidence is that I'm not qualified. Now notice, this narrative might never come up in your awareness, but you're still taking action from it. I'm not enough. I don't belong. I don't know what they know. Any of these might never show up in your consciousness not as an identifiable entity at least. And yet, because of these sentences, you feel a low-key dread, inconfidence, self-doubt, and a low-buzz energy of inferiority. From this disempowered state of emotions, your posture, the way you carry yourself, your non-verbal language will show inconfidence, and you will lose opportunities. 80% of communication between humans is non-verbal. If someone is looking to invest in you as a business owner or buy a product from you, they will be looking at your nonverbal language. And with these unknown thoughts, your nonverbal language will be exuding in confidence. You will lose all of these opportunities. And all of this time, you will be believing that it's just not meant to be for you. So the activated thought is showing up in your result. The outcome of low income without your awareness. While I talk about this, this very benign sounding statement, I don't have the skills, might seem harmless at face value and even factual. But when you actually find out that you're inherently believing it, it could be a painful awakening. And to avoid this pain, to avoid the judgment of realizing that you've been carrying this thought around, the subconscious mind does you a favor and it just keeps it hidden. The lower brain thinks that by repressing limiting beliefs, it's just doing you a favor, but it's not. Because even if you're not aware, thoughts like this are creating results of you living a small life, you living under your potential, which by definition makes it an activated thought. Again, activated thought is something you're living a result of, not something that you're necessarily aware of. All thoughts are optional activated or not, conscious or not. Here, out of sight does not mean out of mind. It just means out of the conscious mind and into the subconscious mind. So as a review, I always teach you guys this algorithm called C-NEAR. C-N-E-A-R. It stands for circumstances, nervous system thoughts, emotions, actions, and results. And the activated thoughts of the nervous system don't necessarily have to sound like thoughts. They can sound factual, but they can be completely unavailable to you and still be creating results in your life. So after telling you all of this, how do you actually get over this barrier? And for that, 
Just remember that each of us holds within us a divine spark, a self-healing intelligence that is both ancient and profound, that is our soul. It calls us to lower the walls we have built, the barriers of repression. It calls us to connect us with the fragments of ourselves that we have mistakenly banished from our consciousness, and it does it in a very self-loving way. Imagine the profound peace that comes from embracing even the painful memories or experiences that you've pushed away. In this act of brave reconnection, you find not only healing, but also a deep sense of wholeness and harmony and divine connection. According to the theory of evolution, humans develop a special sense to recognize when things might hurt or scare us. This ability is like a superpower, helped our ancestors to stay safe from dangers like animals. So we have an extra brain space dedicated to recognize and remember a poisonous snake for a very long time and the pain associated with it so that we can survive. It's like having a constant built-in alarm that goes off when something seems off, but a lot of times that alarm goes off way too much and way too often. And sometimes the alarm comes off and never even turns off, even when there is no real danger. And this false alarm makes it hard for you to see the best part of yourself. This alarm of sensed danger is what creates the repression barrier. This is what creates the gap between you and your subconscious activated thoughts. While your alarm system might have helped you in some situations, your intentional, resourceful, wiser self of the soul is who you truly are, beyond your worries and your fears. Your alarm system is just a protection mechanism. That is not your true identity. There are special ways, like prayers, dua, connection to Allah, meditation, acts of worship. All of these help you get closer to your inner wisdom. These activities help you turn down the volume on your alarms and lets your soul's light shine through. This open approach is what leads you to discover your activated thoughts. In your journey to understand yourself better, it's an important reminder that while your alarms are there to help you, your soul is the true heart of who you are. Humans are given these tools to survive, and this creates a special memory of pain. While this pain might have saved you from big dangers like wild animals or tough weather, and these tools might have given you superpowers like staying strong, fight response, power to run fast, flight response, power to stay very still and quiet, freeze response. These were all the superpowers that helped humans survive and grow. But as time went on and we arrive in the modern time, life became safer with cities and technologies. Some of these superpowers aren't really needed much. What we are inherently doing is using the superpower to run, which is the flight response, because of a tricky math question. It sounds so comical, but that's exactly what we are still doing. We still react this way because our superpowers are still with us, even if we don't always need them. There is nothing maladaptive about this divine design. These powers have just overstayed their welcome, and as human beings of higher intelligence, we direct our mind away from the false sense of danger to discover what is actually happening underneath. What is the activated thought? Now, the tricky part is that schools, socialization, education, communities haven't really taught us how to use these superpowers only when we truly need them. 
Instead, what you're told to focus on is get more stuff like courses, makeup, toys, gadgets, or even more friends. By doing this constant consumption, you forget to listen to your true nature and never really learn to understand how to control these superpowers inside you. Because if you knew how to access your activated thoughts that are harming you without actually creating pain for yourself, if you were skillful only at that one art, the consumer economy would collapse. The magic of human cognition lies with your unique ability to think about your thoughts. This introspection has most profound benefits for a human being. It holds the potential for self-healing. When you do decide to examine these inner voices and you find what activated thoughts are here, you might find that these revelations might be accompanied by discomfort or unease. Like stepping into an unfamiliar territory. And again, this is your primitive brain, an overgrown, cautious guardian. But much like comforting a concerned child, it's your task to soothe this ancient part of your brain, reassuring that you're safe and there's no actual threat in revealing activated thoughts. As a Muslim woman, being a professional inside or outside your home, you imagine being dedicated to your faith, your family. But if your subconscious activated thought is, that I'm not pious enough, I'm not high in my faith enough, or I'm not knowledgeable enough, then the outcome will be that you'll be overburdening yourself with additional tasks to compensate for this pain. You will be ignoring a much-needed relaxation and rest time, and even engaging in more prolonged prayers to try and compensate, but not actually finding peace. This is not to be a deterrent to go out of your way to pray more or do more, but you can't even use prayers to escape yourself. The activated thoughts of not-enoughness are going to create pain and difficulty in your life, where you'll create missing out on your entire family time, you'll miss out connection, and you'll risk going into burnout and reactivity just because you're trying to escape a painful subconscious thought, and all the while you might be doing all of the prescribed actions. You can do all of the volunteer work. You can do all of the service. You can go the extra mile at your work and you can take on as much responsibility at home as you'd like. If all of these tasks of service are your escape from feeling pain, then because of this activated thought, you will never actually find yourself doing enough because you'll always be believing yourself to not be enough. This is what accounts for the most dangerous part of this work which is not being able to identify what it is that's actually causing pain. So the case I'm trying to make is shedding some light on dusty old thoughts. It's not actually going to be dangerous. It's when you keep yourself in the dark from these thoughts is what's actually dangerous. Activated thoughts would feel like heavy weights on your shoulder, on your chest. You will feel more tired with less amount of work and you will feel more and more stressed. Work on finding out what is the small activated thought from your nafs that you can discredit today. This small step will create a huge relief for you. With that, I pray to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, the most knowing. Ya Allah, you have granted us the intellect and the unique ability to reflect upon our thoughts. Grant us the clarity and the strength to recognize these activated thoughts. Help us discern between our soulful brain and our primal brain when the alarm sounds mistakenly, seeing danger when there is none. 
allow us the wisdom to distinguish between true threats from false ones. Ya Allah, keep us connected to your divine design that you've placed within us. Keep us in touch with the power you have instilled within us, this power of soul that is far greater than the fleeting fears that our mind creates. Ya Allah, lead us towards practices that bring us closer to our true essence that eventually bring us closer to you. Amin Ya Rabbul Alameen. Please keep me in your du'as. I will talk to you guys next time. Hey, are you thinking about coaching? I invite you to a complimentary consultation with me where I can help you define the solution to your problem, regardless if you choose to work with me in the Empowered Muslim Women program or not. So you really have nothing to lose. Access the appointment link through the show notes and inshallah, I will see you there.